Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of real estate investing advice. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today, we're going to be talking about risk and risk management. This is a topic that's near and dear to my heart because of my background as an engineer and as an engineering manager. A big part of what I did during most of my engineering career was some form of risk management. And today, in my life as a real estate developer, I've carried that skill set forward and I apply it again as a real estate developer on a day-to-day basis. So risk management, here we go. Today, we are talking about risk management. And before we can dive into that topic, we have to define what is a risk. That is a good question. What is a risk? A risk, by definition, is anything that is not in your plan. I'll say that again. A risk is anything that is not in your plan. That's very different from something bad happening. Sometimes people think a risk is something bad that's going to happen, and it's not. A risk is only things that are not in your plan. So let's say, for example, it might snow tomorrow, and that snow is going to delay your project. Well, that's only a problem if you did not take that into account. If your plan called for a certain number of snow days, and that was already built into your plan, then a snow day is not a risk. It's just something that happens, but it's already accounted for in your plan. If, on the other hand, you had not accounted for snow delays in your plan, then snow would be a risk. The next thing I want to do is clarify what we mean when we're talking about risk. You've probably heard someone say something is high risk. Well, to me, that's a silly statement. It doesn't make any sense. I always divide risk into two categories. Likelihood, that is the likelihood of the risk coming true, and impact. So likelihood and impact. And you can characterize the likelihood, perhaps on a numeric scale, you might say it's low, medium, or high likelihood. And when you have something that's high likelihood, from a risk management standpoint, you almost want to treat it as a certainty and bake that into your plan. Assume that that risk is going to come true, that it's likely to happen. And so you embed it in your plan. And at that point, it's not a risk anymore. And when we look at impacts, there are many different types of risk. There are different categories of risk. So for example, The most severe type of impact is where your project all of a sudden becomes unfeasible. That's a binary risk. It's pass or fail. The second might be a time risk. That is, if the risk comes true, the impact is a delay. The third might be a cost risk, either a one-time cost or a recurring cost for the life of the project. There's also a quality risk. You may degrade the quality of the finished product. And finally, you may have a feature risk. So for example, if that risk comes true, the impact might be that your project can still go forward, but you're going to lose a particular feature or capability of your finished product. As you can see, when we start to talk about risk in this way, it's much easier to talk about risk not only in a qualitative manner, but also a quantitative manner. The worst types of risks are the ones that are unbounded, where you really don't know what the impact is. If you can quantify the risk, now you can start to make a value judgment this risk comes true, is this something that I can live with or not? If the answer is yes, then you move forward. If not, then you need to implement some kind of contingency plan to make sure that you're covered in case that risk comes true. And contingency planning is one of the most fun things you can do as a project manager, as a developer. The key, in many cases, is something called substitution. Let's say the window supplier for a particular building all of a sudden has a tremendous amount of demand and their lead time goes out from four weeks to eight weeks and you're going to be waiting for eight weeks for your windows, substitution is a very viable solution to that long lead time item. Maybe there's another supplier who can provide an equivalent product with a much shorter lead time at an equivalent price, an equivalent quality, 
Those types of substitutions are very valid to make and they should happen in the normal course of managing your projects. Now I could literally spend the next two hours giving you an in-depth course on how to manage risk and how professional project managers manage risk, but hopefully this little snippet in a couple of minutes has given you a little bit of insight in terms of how professional risk managers think about risk. And as you are thinking about your projects, thinking about planning your projects, something you should definitely keep in mind and something you should study deeper if you are not already incorporating professional risk managers. Meantime, have a spectacular day. Go make some great things happen. And we're going to talk to you tomorrow.